Warning, the following show features constructive opinions performed either by professionals or under the supervision of professionals. The views expressed are ours and may differ from views of any other entity. Accordingly, the Tim Zabriskie Show and the producers must insist that no one recreate or reenact any conversation or activity performed on the show. When you listen to the show, do you find yourself agreeing with the boys? Or do you think Tim is full of shit? Well, let them know how you really feel and participate in the live shows. Follow the Tim Zabriskie Show by searching at Timmy Zabriskie on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and Instagram. And fully interact by liking, commenting, and even calling into the hotline. Don't be afraid to make your voice heard. Share this podcast. Alright, Phil. I found this shit. This match has been licensed and remastered by Title Match Network. And don't forget to subscribe here on YouTube for new releases every day. Phil, change your camera. It's Rockshaw, Phil. It's my old friend. Oh, there he is, Scott Steiner. Oh, clothesline! <laughs> oh, be- belly to belly drops him on his head, Phil! Wow. <laughs> oh, oh Tim. Here's another one, Phil. Oh, that guy took a better bump, though. I just realized I was muted this whole time, so I've been talking. It's great. It's all right, Phil. You got to change your camera because you're. I, I can't because then anybody who's on my feet can't watch this. Oh, uh, okay. Oh, you're. Are you streaming right now too? I am streaming right now too. Wow. This is a test. Oh, nice. And and so like to give it. I hope everybody can like hear Timmy. All right, Phil. Phil. Down. Well, That's well, my main thing. Hold on. Listen to this. This is the worst. All right, he's tame with a dumbass, but. Quit tame! You're not the first dumbass. Oh no. You're probably not the last dumbass. But you're a step beyond Uh-oh. dumbass. Phil's gonna get. Here it comes. Phil, he's using the. He's using the R word. Oh, he really is. Yeah. All right, so here's the match, Phil. All right. Uh huh. Misses with the punch. Hits him in the. Trey Trey not selling. Scott trying to figure out what the hell to do with the kid. Trips him. Yo, this match is just brutal, just letting you know. Kim 
Zoom, is this better? Can you hear me better now? Oh, yeah. Sound great. He's over, though, Phil. They love him. Very nice kid. Very nice kid, but... Do you know what company this is at? I uh, I saw NYWC on there, but I don't think it's them. I think they're just renting out the license. You know, that Long Island bullshit. Snapmare to a kick. Freight train doesn't move. He's dead. Ah, uh, look at poor, poor Freight train, bud. See, it's not Scott, and that's what the whole thing is, is that... See, I'm not seeing murder. Oh, poor freight train, bud. Oh. Oh. Have you seen enough yet, Phil? I, I think I'm... Well, I don't know what I'm supposed to see, Tim. Just just the... Just, just the state of wrestling in 2019, Phil. Oh, jeez. Oh, well, bless my soul, what's wrong with me? I'm in your and on a funny tree. My friends say I'm mad. Wild as a bug, I'm in love. I'm all Oh! What's up, guys? Tim Zabriskie here. Back at it again with the brand new podcast. Welcome to 2020, everybody. We love it. Oh, man. 2019, the decade, the whole decade is over with. You know, we started small, and here we are, right here on multiple channels, here on YouTube, thanks to the man, the myth, the legend, the co-host, the uh, the, the facade, um, what else are we going to go with today? Um, um, the, the Velcro. There's another guy named Facade, let's not go there. The Velcro, um, I'm just looking at objects now, um, the sound machine, actually, that's not a bad one, Mr. Fit. President... Phil Stamper. Phil Stamper and the sound machine. <laughs> well, ho- well, if you're the, if you're the whole sound machine. Oh, should we? Oh, that's your feed, right? Is that what we're doing here? Yeah, because they can't get my feed. Is it right? Right. So they're gonna get. So I can. I'm trying to figure out ways to trick it at at, l- at least a little bit. So yeah. on my feed, because right now I'm playing out to my Facebook and my Twitter because some something's up with the encoder on YouTube. They they're watching basically through my program. So okay. for those of you who are coming along, so they're like, going to they're going to see us move like twenty times on your feed. Then is that well, is just that? For, <laughs> sort of? Yeah. So four or five of me they'll be able to see. Um, but yes, I'm going to start my own show too. We'll talk about that later, maybe. No, let's talk about it now, Phil. What do you, Phil, we okay. don't we, we don't have any card to go over here. We don't have. <laughs> We don't have any sort of direction. We're kind of doing whatever we want. So if you guys want to call into the show, zero the fo- format. The form, <laughs> the format, the phone number, five one eight three five zero four three one two. 
feel free to call in and join us in the conversation because we're having one hell of a time here, right, Phil? Yes, we are, Tim. <laughs> it's a good old time here. Just got to reset the... Uh, all right, it looks like it's connected now and everything, too. Cool. So, Phil, tell us about your show that you're planning because, you know, this is, this is the hot time to talk about it. Right at the beginning of the podcast. Let's go. <laughs> so I'm, I'm looking to do a lot of different things. Uh, primarily, I will be meeting with different people. The format is yet to be a little bit determined, but the people I'm looking to interact with are people from all the different forms of my life that I work in. So I've done work on movies. Uh, I have friends who are comedians. I have friends who are in wrestling. So what if I get that opportunity to expose uh, or expose audience to those kind of creators and those kind of people. So that's what I'm looking to do. So, for example, uh, I, have a, I have a friend who's a touring comedian named Pete Buckbauer. So he's going to be on um, Jason Shuffline, who does run Flying V Fights, which is a wrestling promotion out of Maryland. Right. But he's also the head of a theater company that is also producing not just live shows, but also uh, formatted audio podcasts, meaning like they're like audio plays. Um mm. Which is kind of cool. I have a, a movie director I've worked with named Justin Tim Payne. He's going to be on. And of course, like the world of wrestling that I know exactly. will also make their way onto. See, that's what the best part about is with wrestling. I mean, even though obviously it's it's one of our huge passions here on, you know, and obviously we talk about it and, you know, we, we care about it and everything like that. But there's so many talented people that aren't just talented here. They, they're talented elsewhere. The, the, the first name I can think of is like, is like the Boston guy, um, Teddy Goods, right? You know that he's like one hell of a drummer. You know what I mean? Oh, like, that's cool. Like he's a he's a huge crazy drummer, and um, um, you know, but just everyone has so many different talents. Like Fox Vineyard, he's he's actually a pretty fantastic rapper too. I you know he doesn't really um, talk about it anymore, but he he still puts out music and stuff like that. Like there's just so many different talented people. So I'm glad that you're taking that direction with your sh with your new show coming up, Phil. Hopefully, you know you'll have me on as a guest, even though we do this regularly, and we can talk about other stuff too. No, you don't want to book me, Phil? Then fine. Fine. All right. I can't believe uh, that. Wow. You know, maybe maybe Kenny Casanova. Oh, yeah. Kenny Kenny would be fun. Da Hi, Dave. Dave Russell. He's got another podcast. That guy's got a podcast, too. He does. I love yeah. Dave's podcast. I've been on Dave po Dave's podcast twice. Dave's Dave's Dave was cool because he reached out to me just ask just asking me for um some technological help. But it was just like it was like I had talked to him for years did, when he did. Did you it, just say you know? technological? Sometimes I say some weird stuff. Um, uh, what was the one that my wife pointed out? She said uh, um, it was it was important or something, or I can't remember the word. But there was one specific word that I said that uh, that she was like, "It's interesting." How do you say say interesting, Phil? Inter interesting. See, it's a either lot interesting of people, or yeah, interesting. Yeah, a lot of people will say say interesting but but what <laughs> now what? i can't talk at all um interesting yeah exactly interesting see i'm i'm a little bit of a hick so i i remove letters and add extra letters that aren't normally there <laughs> so interesting <laughs> yeah hey phil you know where you have it on your screen that says at timmy's Zabriskie? try to put that under my name you know what i mean what do you mean under your name it is, is it under no, it's on it's on the right side. Right. It should be on the put it on the left side where my face is. Never mind. Forget it. It, it is on that side. I'm really confused. I'm saying Tim. right here, Phil. Right here. Oh, on your screen. See, on your screen, I have no control what happens on 
your screen. No, but you're, I'm talking about. But but fans are see, so fans are seeing like they don't see your little window right now, unless it's the tiny little window in my corner. Like what I'm pointing to is all the fans are seeing of you on my side. Unless hold on, unless uh, I do. But you see where. Now, if I do this gigantic, ridiculous thing, and look at look at look at what you're doing, right? <laughs> because it's showing your what your feed is. This is why it's a little bit weird, and maybe we're not gonna be able to do it this way. We're, because it's, we will. It's, we just got to figure it out. It's your feed is is showing like this is directly your feed. Yeah. So like I could move your name over, right? And then it would be under you here. But look at look at how many times I like how right. it's echoing now. Forget it. Get the, get rid of the, put the other one on. Put the other one on. Put the other one on. Put it's the other taking one a on. second, Tim. No, it's repeating. Put the other one on. Put the other right. one on. <laughs> wow. I'm hilarious, Phil. All right. Getting back to what we're talking about here today. Um, for starters, what we normally do here on this podcast is Phil and I will do the preview for the upcoming pay-per-view that would happen the weekend before. We will make our predictions for the show. We will, and as the show is happening, we will tally all the points, and then all those points equate into um, the end of the year results. So, for season two of the Tim Zabriskie show, I, and I hate that shit. I don't want to really do seasons, but it's season just, two. It's, you heard it, <laughs> season two. It's for the organizational purposes of doing the show and everything like that. But for season two. The big winner, ladies and gentlemen, was Mr. Phil Stamper, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Phil, you jerk. Congratulations on, on this victory. Now, the stakes were the stakes were pretty uh pretty 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 high. I feel and good. um I feel good, Tim. You feel good? So feel good, Tim. What ended up happening, Phil, was that you got to choose something for me to eat, and um, I failed to get it. <laughs> <gasps> Actually, that's for, not true. That's not true. For the record, for the record, for everybody's knowledge, I even gave Tim an out. Yeah, and he, he did. didn't take it. He did the whole thing. So, so now, Tim, <laughs> the whole thing, Phil, was that. Um, you told me that I had to do a shot of hot sauce, which I was fully prepared to do. However, um, um, my wife, uh, she thought the same thing with hot sauce with the chicken tonight and she cooked the chicken and everything like that. You're going to blame the wife. <sighs> yeah. Well, I mean, that's what you normally do, right? Wow. <laughs> <laughs> This is, this is what you do. this this is what you do when you want to sleep on the couch, Phil. It's it's, it's wow. pretty, pretty hilarious. Yeah. Now, yep. but we'll be getting to uh, the substitute thing later on in the show after we take the break because um, it's upstairs and I I forgot to get it. But wow. exactly. So, but Phil, congratulations to you once again. The big winner, the big guy, he took home the championship on that. Yeah, yeah. Uh Look, look at that. It's it's like fireworks going on on the screen right now. <laughs> All right, Phil. So, oh, Tim. let's talk oh, Tim. about let's talk about wrestling in the state. So, I specifically 
I have specifically picked that Scott Steiner and Freight Train clip for a reason, Phil. I bet you didn't think that there was a reason besides how how bullshit that was. <laughs> there was a reason? <laughs> there was, because I wanted to really specify and sit down and talk about the political correctness that is the world of the world, and but specifically with us, the world of professional wrestling, and how that really does affect the way that storylines happen and everything like that, and how... As much as fans wanted to have, I love how it scratches your head seven times, but, <laughs> but what I was, I was really thinking about how everyone wants the attitude era back and they're trying to go a little bit more edgy, but they really can't go super edgy because of the backlash that, that we have now, you know what I mean? So, right. so how do you think some of the angles, especially towards the end of the year, and we're talking about the, I'm talking about the wedding between Lana and Bobby Lashley. It, it's funny because I didn't know that's where you were going and that's where my brain was. So Yeah, well that's why that's why we do a good job here. So <laughs> But anyway, no. No, shut up. And unless it is about, you know, calling pay-per-view victories cuz you know. Because second year in a row. Because you're second year. Second in year in a row? Really? Did I I I'm pretty certain that I got it in the first year. No. No. If anybody no. wants to go back to the archives, you can go to youtube.com/timmyz4674 and double check you ate something nasty then too, and I don't remember what it was. Oh, I did. Because I'm not the eat something nasty thing, because my stomach will erupt. Oh, that's right. I did eat something nasty. I do remember. Yeah. I do remember. Yeah. But we're available there. YouTube.com/slash TimmyZ4674. Also, you can listen to us on all podcast channels. Uh, Mr. Phil, what are those podcast channels? Right off the top of your head. Uh, Apple Podcast, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, Spotify, Phil. I wasn't there yet. I was trying wow. to pick all the Every place you can find your podcast, you can find us. Exactly. So, Phil, getting back to the topic at hand, political correctness in the world of professional wrestling. We saw a lot of different hits that have happened because of the whole thing. Um, um, I'm having way too much fun switching between scenes because this is weird that you're running XSplit, I'm running XSplit, and you know now we're just gonna see echoes of each other for a minute. Exactly. It's it's it is kind of fun though. You know what I mean? I mean it is. Yeah. So, so Mr. Phil, um, what do you think of political correctness? Let's go in the world of professional wrestling and how it's how it's is it making it I mean, better or is it making it worse? Like, what are your thoughts? It's. <sighs> It depends on the context. Like, let's talk about the Lana Bobby Lashley wedding. Like, the it is is it politically incorrect that Liv came out and talked about the lesbian relationship she was having with Lana? Is that uncouth these days? You know, let's start with that. Yeah. When when you know, ten years ago. Maybe 10 years ago, you would have gotten away with it. 20 years ago, yeah, sure, everything was fine. Right. Um, but now it's it feels it feels just off pace. It's not even – to me, it's not even a matter about being politically correct. It's just, okay, you have wrestlers who are out on your roster, who are asking for angles to be treated like somebody who is straight and in a relationship angle. Why not do that with one of your superstars who is out? And is okay with being out. Mm -hmm. And, you know, Liv is not out. Like, 
but, and, is you know, she though? I didn't think she was. I thought that was part of why people are so upset that Liv isn't, Lana isn't, Lana's in a in a heterosexual relationship with Rusev in real life. You know that that people are a little like, well, wait a minute, is this just a story? Where is this going? You know, it it, it is a little bit mind-boggling from that perspective. So I don't mm-hmm. think it's a PC thing. I mean, it's it's just it's just not. I don't know. It just doesn't hit the right spot because if if the best gimmicks in wrestling are the ones that accentuate a person who they really are, Mm -hmm. does this do that? Like, is this an accentuation of of those people and who they really are? So to me, it was it's just in that case of talking about the Lana Bobby wedding. I think it was just a bad job. I don't I think it has very little to do with PC or anybody being PC. It's just this wasn't the mark. This wasn't the mark you were trying to hit. And, and you know, I've, I've, and I don't know, I'm not in the WWE. I don't know if this was a Vince plan. I don't know if this was a Paul Heyman plan. I don't know what it was because I've kind of heard both in the whispers of whose, whose responsibility it is. Right. I'm like, it just didn't work. It just didn't work. It didn't work. It hasn't worked for two months. This should have been let go two months ago. So what you're this saying, this was the main event of raw and it ran over. Right. But what you're saying hits two different t- things for me. Number one, um, Vince and apparently Triple H weren't even at the show. Paul and uh, Bruce Pritchard were, were basically running the show. And then number two, someone online, I forgot who it was. I don't know if it was somebody important or somebody not. But the whole thing was that... Everybody's important, Tim. Everyone is important. You're right, Phil. It's 2019. Everyone Or 20 now, excuse me. Everybody, everybody gets a trophy. But the big thing is that everyone made a huge point in saying that um, it had nothing to do with, with, you know, any sort of culture now where that couldn't have been that, like, that shouldn't have been a shocking thing. The whole, like, it shouldn't have been that, oh, like, like, Liv is like a lesbian because it's there because what they're doing is they're making it so that that's strange and that's not okay. And that's what that's what somebody made this huge point about on the interwebs was saying that WWE is stuck in this, you know, 1980s, 1990s, early 2000s mindset where things like that aren't okay. So that's why it's shocking. And that's why everything like that. And it really didn't like, do you think that it really came off that way, Phil? Or do you think that that this is kind of a stretch of an opinion that this person is saying? I mean, I don't think I, I'm. I, and to be honest, I'm, I was fixing, trying to fix some video stuff. I can't get like the live chat stuff to work. But anyway, uh, oh, hit refresh, Phil. I or, did, and it, it's just I have a black screen. But preview works, so I know it's feeding something. And yeah, I don't know. Anyway, um, is it connected on automatically, or did you have to pick, or do you pick the automatic, uh, or do you did you pick the actual video? That's always one too. Uh, I thought it, it's recognizing automatic. It says it's connected to my Phil Stamper account on Facebook. Right, so there's a drop-down menu there, and pick your actual video that you have going on there. Oh. Yeah, that, that's the thing that I learned. All right, but continue. Continue with, the, um, with what I'm saying here. Do you think that it's wrong that WWE would use, um, would use a lesbian um, in this angle for shock value at this point here in 2020 compared to doing it in, I don't know, 2002 with hot lesbian action or something like that. Right. I th- I think the whole point is that it shouldn't be shocking if it was somebody 
if it was two people who were out. But that it feels like it was insensitive. Some people feel that it's insensitive. Yeah. Because one of them, like that, that this is just such obviously a storyline that one of the people is not gay, pan, bi. That what? Why? Why is that person like? Why is this being worked into this angle? That it's just again, it's just about. I think it's more about missing the target and not feeling some ownness, some naturalness, some, um, you know, again, the whole segment isn't working. Yeah. You have a guy that we've never been introduced to who is Lana's first husband. We have a woman that we're introduced to who is Bobby Bashley's first wife. Yeah. Um, and fuck and Bobby like, Bashley. <laughs> Bobby. Did I say Bobby Bashley? <laughs> you sorry, did. Buddy. Cause that's an awesome name for him. Bobby wow. Bashley. Um, <laughs> And it's like, are are you, you know, further questioning our intelligence about this? Like, uh, our intelligence is being tested by this. It was a little like, why are you doing all this? Right. Very obviously, the preacher is reading from a like a preordained script. Um, and like, I think that's half of why they went over on the time they did. But he was doing everything he was being told to do. Meanwhile, it's Can't like that everybody, everybody knew Rusev was going to come at some point. Yeah. Oh, now here's Rusev in a case. Cake. So is is. Rusev and Liv gonna have a thing? Like, I don't know. Yeah. Now, do you think that it's wrong for on the other side, in the other company, we have the whole thing with, you know, Nia Jax and everything like that. Do you think it's... In the other company? Do you mean Nyla Rose? Nyla Rose. You said Nia Jax. I'm like, that's that's this company. That's WWE. Wow, that just really confused me. Yeah. Nyla Rose. But with with that whole thing, like, like, do you think that it's if they come out with a women's championship, that sh- that's fair and everything like that? Are we not even going to touch on that, or is that just 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 what it is? You know what I mean? Like, because the whole political correctness says that you that should be allowed and everything like that. And I know in wrestling, there's no real you know there's no real judgment calls or anything like that. It's not like we're it's not real in the sense of where you can make the argument for testosterone and things like that because you know we're not killing and stuff like that (laughs) you know what i mean we're not we're not we're not getting points in that sort of sense you know what (laughs) i mean (laughs) but but at the same time it's like it's like wait you you're like starting to like okay so what's your question because you've like started you've gone like three paths i have gone three paths phil it's it's because of the medicine (laughs) no i'm just kidding (laughs) You heard it here first. The, Timmy's on drugs. The, the the question is, Phil, is that between the two companies, who do you think is actually being more politically politically correct? It would feel like AEW is. Right. Well, not politically correct. That's see that that terminology is just weird to me. Politically correct is like going into a room and having a conversation with somebody, and and instead of saying like, "Wow, the food is disgusting," it's like. Well, I wouldn't have chosen that menu. That right. to me is political correct speak. Um, when, when we're talking wrestling about, you know, is it what socially inappropriate, culturally inappropriate? Yeah. Um, because at the end of the day, Phil, who are we? Who are we? Who are we like working at? Like, who are we trying to attract? We're trying to attract children that will future bring their children to to wrestling shows and everything like that. If if that's the case, then they wouldn't be showing wrestling on primetime television. Yeah. And on cable. 
Yeah, I mean, but that's the. Whole, not, but then, I'm, why I mean, do we come out that, with toys? Why do we come out with video that, games like, and everything? Right. I'm, when I say that, I'm not a dummy. Of course, kids are watching after 8 p.m. at, at night. Like, why wouldn't yeah, they? Exactly. You know, we're not we're not stupid. But you know, television is trying to dumb down their audience to that perspective of like, oh, if it's if it's before 10 p.m., you know, you have to watch the language. Um, right. Like, cable is just now really truly trying to experiment with the language barrier. Um, that they've been allowed to get away with for a long time. Yeah, um, everybody says shit now. Well, so to put in some context, like <laughs> three years ago, maybe four years ago, The Walking Dead in, I think it was their series, series season finale, um, they filmed two versions of a scene with Rick. And in one of them, he drops the F-bomb. And mm. they decided at the end of the day not to use it. And at the time, they were like, you know, it's just not the right time. Meanwhile, I watching everything was happening on raw they go right into this it's i think it's called drop dead or 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 choose or to dare whatever the show was after raw in the first scene afterwards here is this young cheerleader woman in her car on the phone and the first thing she says is is something about she drops the f-bomb and it's like Oh, I guess. I mean, yeah, it's eleven o'clock at night, and I guess we can do this on USA. But that's weird too, because everything's DVR'd. Everything is is on demand. So it's like, is anything really protected? But cable has more allowances through the FCC versus what broadcast has. So, right. yeah, they can. They have always been allowed to, and of course, children are watching. Children have always watched. Well, it's called that's all that's all called uh, safe harbor. Is that time between eleven and six to where in the morning? You know what I mean? To where you can really get away with saying shit and being crude and stuff like that. But because that, you know, everybody expects your children to be asleep at that point. But, but you're right. Absolutely right. You know, with the way with technological advances with DVR and stuff like that, if you want to show these things to your kids or if your kid clicks on it and stuff like that, you know, parental right. controls and everything like that, the, the accessibility is still there. Plus YouTube and Facebook and everything like that. Like anybody could see any of that. Parental controls. You heard it from pa- Tim pa- Brisky. Did I say parental? Pa- you said parental. All right. <laughs> wow. Just because I made a comment about interesting, all right, doesn't mean you can beat me up over the way I talk. <laughs> Even though I beat you up all the time, uh, Phil. Literally, Tim, you are <laughs> one to talk. You you wouldn't touch me. Phil, you're not being very politically correct right now, okay? And you just flipped, so I just flipped, and that didn't work. <laughs> <laughs> Again, uh, we're of the same mind. We were both trying to flip scenes at the same time. That's right. That's right. It's it's because we're we're in sync. Exactly. So, what Boom do you bop. think? That's Hanson. Sorry. Yes. Mbop. Yes. Got it. So, jumping topics now, Phil. And anybody that's that's watching us at home, feel free to jump in and join the conversation. Five one eight three five zero four three one two, or comment anywhere on on the screen and. And uh, let us know what you think as well as far as any of these angles or anything like that. But, Phil, what do you think was the best angle here of 2019? That's a hard question. <laughs> on the show or just wrestling in <laughs> yeah. general? Which angle did we do here on the show, Phil, was your right. favorite? <laughs> um, <laughs> it's funny. Yeah. On this on this camera, I keep wanting to jump to this to this right here. I don't, I don't know why I do it. It's, it's weird. It's, I don't know what the deal is. Continue. You're allowed. Continue. I can You're allowed, Tim. Should I just you can do what it? you want. Should I just switch it? I don't know. There you go. Just switch it. Damn. I'm here. Ah. Oh, did I break it now? I broke it. I think I? you broke it. Ah, here oh, we go. Ah, there you go. Phil? Yes, Tim. <laughs> what do you think was the best angle of 2019? 
Um, I'm going to say uh-uh. Becky Lynch becoming the man and headlining WrestleMania. Yeah, but I don't think that that counts, Phil. Why not? How even, could that not count? Even that though the payoff... The best-selling match at WrestleMania. Even though That's the, what people went to see. Listen, even though the payoff was in 2019, the real angle itself happened in 2018. All right? That angle started in... Okay. August or, okay. or September 4th of 2018 or whatever. Then then the only other real angle is is I don't see everything that everything else is just wrong to me cuz uh well, I think don't, you more, don't have to keep it at WWE. You can go to AEW. Right, I know. I'm trying to think of anything else and I'm like I'm so, well, I'm sorry. AEW really hasn't set up many like feuds yet and storylines yet. Like, oh, right. Moxley is upset that they're trying to protect Kenny Omega. Yeah, yeah. And, I mean, and that lasted what two matches? Two matches. Like, I don't have, I don't know where to go with that. Like, um, but what so about to, what about like uh, what about Dustin Rhodes and and the whole I you know I don't I don't need a partner I need my brother that whole situation there. Right. What did you think again? That that was a great build. You know, for a thing that lasted a moment. Like I don't know, to me a feud has a bigger storyline, like there's a bigger That was a gr- those were great promos. They had a great match. Like it, that has nothing to do about the quality of that. It was just if you're talking about a feud or a storyline to me that was not the best storyline because it it did one thing. It and that was it. Like there wasn't like these platforms of builds. It had a nice build for what it was. That, but to me, like that isn't necessarily the storyline of the year. Like hmm. uh, even going back, like I'll go back for a moment, and right. and you know, let's talk about. I'm gonna like let's do wavy line childhood for a moment here. Wavy line flashback <laughs> childhood. I love your hand when it moves. Yeah. Keep, keep um, like think like wrestling challenge, wrestling superstars. Okay. Way back in the day in WWE, because you know you weren't getting Hulk Hogan every episode. Like you knew that as a kid. Right. And but if. Hogan was feuding with Earthquake. You know you're going to see Earthquake squash a jobber every every show. And that they're going to talk about what's going to happen to build up to this match that they're going to have. Or that that they're teasing what's going to be coming with that. That there was a build even when you didn't have them week after week after week doing a thing. And again, to, when I say this, this is not a smack on AEW. They're just not. They're just not there yet with how they're producing their storylines. There's those touchstones. There's those elements of it. I'm not saying they don't have feuds. I'm just saying, like, if you're talking about storyline of the year, I can't. I don't think they can get there yet because they because they, they haven't even been here there for a year. They just started, right? They don't even have a full year under them. They they have four months under them as a weekly. But that's not run true, though. That's company. not true because with the way that they book everything, though, because they do a lot. They were doing a lot of stuff on the the being the elite channel. Right. And they were also right. had other pay-per-views before they became a weekly television right. show that they were still doing that. They <laughs> I keep looking at that camera that they were still doing um, um, other things like that with. So to me, it makes sense that that I can that we can continue with saying that now would like the things with the young bucks and how they're <laughs> I, do we call it an angle that they're that they're they haven't been beat yet. <laughs> <laughs> or, or actually, they they lost once. Robert, I was like, yeah, they've the, yeah, the young bucks have lost. Yeah, well, like one time. No, they've lost. They've now lost a few times. Okay, what about what about MJF? MJF and uh, Cody Rhodes, right? There's an angle there. You know what I mean? Yes, I would agree with you, and I I think that's a super strong angle. Yeah, 
Definitely. You know but what I mean? Would you, would, are you saying that that's storyline of the year? Angle of the year? I wouldn't Tim say that that's Zabriskie? angle. I wouldn't say that that's angle. All right, fine. Tessa Blanchard, Sam McCallahan, angle of the year. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. Now I that guess. I think, I mean, it takes, okay, I had to have a minute for my brain to be like, what would really work? What would really work? Seth in this weird heel turn? Like, what? Like, no. Other than Becky Lynch, Tessa Blanchard, Sam McCallahan. There you go. Yeah, I mean, that definitely was... I actually watched that match because I didn't get a chance to watch it before, but I watched that match last night, and, and I thought that was a fantastic match. You know, yes. I, th- I definitely think that... Uh, Sammy definitely made Tessa shine, and, and Tessa, Tessa did the same thing back to Sammy because it just made Sammy look like an asshole. <laughs> and, and everything well, like that. Okay. <laughs> no, I, re- I did really, really enjoy that match too. Um, but, th- all right. So what I would think is angle of the year. I mean, it's really it's, that it is it is such a hard question because it's it it it's like what what were the different angles? I mean, Randy Orton. <laughs> you know what I mean? What 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 kind of stuff that was Randy Orton really in this year? Because he's the only. Right. Um, I I think. Oh, what about like, even though that it was short? What about like? Ray, the Rey Mysterio Brock Lesnar thing for the shock value, even though the match with um with the other UFC guy was kind of shit, like uh um you know him beating up his son and everything like that, that was kind of fun, right? Yeah. But once again, you're right. Is it angle of the year? That's what makes it really difficult. So I don't know. I don't know. It's a it's definitely a hard question. You're absolutely right. <laughs> so what about like to me? To me, like the Brock Lesnar one doesn't just because it it had a weird line to it. Like it, really, he beat up Dominic to get to Ray, so Ray would be like the television opponent um, to get to. Um, um, I forgot the MMA MMA guy's name. My brain is just totally blanked on that. Who you know is is introduced as Dominic's godfather. Um, yeah, yeah, and just you know that really shit. that was. Right. That then it was all built to that. And then once that was done, like, oh, now Brock gets to wrestle Ray. And we all knew that where that was gonna kinda go. And it went exactly where it went, and that's it. And now right. we have oh. we seen Brock since? I don't even know. No. But he's the champion, so so right. good, but job. I get, good I, job to him. Right. Hey Brock. All right, I got my answer. I figured out what one really popped me this year. All right. My answer for um for angle of the year. And you're going to hate me because it's the only one that I can really think of. We're going to go with um, um, Batista and Triple H. Because the whole thing with him pulling out like a 90-year-old man, dragging him on the floor and asking Triple H, uh, do I have your attention now? And then walk, walking away. I think that that was, that was the best that we got this year, to be honest with you. I was going to say, what, you're going to say Phil Stamper, Sam McGallion? Because that was also a thing. That was a thing, Phil. That, but, but, that's kind of an ongoing thing. <laughs> <laughs> that's still going so we haven't yeah i mean you know I, fine i did beat up jake and dave christ by myself single-handedly i'm just saying did you stretch anyone phil is there footage of you stretching anyone yet? there actually is there is footage of this can we get a clip somebody want to send me a clip i will i will try to find a clip i don't have it on this computer okay all right how many computers do you have now phil seven eight three in a tablet and my phone <laughs> so 3.75 and then my work you. one <laughs> <laughs> so four yeah um, Phil, what do you think was the worst angle of 2019? Bobby Lashley and Lana. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that one, uh, um, or me. Any, you know what? I, yes, that. But I was also going to say, like, 
anything Baron Corbin has done except for his King of the Ring build because he is so bad that that him being King of the Ring, I think, absolutely works. Wait, I'm going to take back my answer now that I'm really thinking about it of the best angle. Are you going to say Baron Corbin? No, I'm going to go with The Fiend. Have we not talked about The Fiend? Yeah. Right? Yeah. The Fiend was the best thing that happened to that show all year. For sure. And, but, and remember when he first came out with, with the Playhouse and the puppets and everybody was like, what's going on? You've ruined Bray Wyatt. Right. But they didn't. They made him the right. best. You know? They really didn't. They totally made him like the coolest thing going on. But the problem is, is that, you know, every the whole show is just flat right now. They really need to stop having pe- writing the scripts for people and then just let them, let them do what they want to do. And then I think that we'll get a show that'll be great again. Let's make wrestling great again, Phil. Can we get hats? I mean, I am the president of wrestling. You know, this is maybe something we can do. <laughs> can we get red hats, Phil, that say... No. Let's not make them red. <laughs> <It's>, <laughs> Stay away from I don't, the whole thing. Like, yeah. like no red, no blue. Like to be There's fair, red behind no me right now. Phil. Right. Now we'll we'll we'll, we'll do another tease. We'll do another. We'll do green hats. Ooh. Orange. I like that. Orange. I like orange. We could do orange hats. You know. Right. <laughs> Black with orange letters. Exactly. So by the I mean because by the time we're gonna be in that season like eleven ten months from now nine months from now. When it's October and we're gearing up for the November third, is it fourth? I always forget. Sixth. <laughs> Whatever that day that is, election day in November. <laughs> it's November sixth. Um, and and d- because of my other life outside of wrestling and acting, like the location I I have an office at is typically used as a political platform stop. So I there will be plenty of guest speakers that I will be hearing. Mm-hmm from now until november so i'm i'm just like bearing down i'm like i'm I'm not ready for it but it's like okay here it comes right. um anyway i say that because october will be the big ramp up we get or black black hats with orange writing on it good to go yeah sure it'll it'll help us stand out and especially in october when it'll just look like uh like pumpkins so i'm into it right there you go <laughs> we'll get little little pumpkin handles on them too yeah all right so you're going with baron corbin as the worst angle for uh, for, no, no, I'm going with Bobby, Bobby and Lashley. But I thought Baron Corbin, and I was like, no, he can't be because him winning King of the Ring was actually really good. Anything else he's done for the rest of the year was not so good. Right? Yeah. No. So I, I like that. Um, I, I'm trying to think because we just we just named off a shit ton of them that really weren't that that good either. So um, I don't know. Who, who do you guys think? What was the worst angle of 2019? Give us a call, 518-350-4312. And this is where Timmy's brain dies. <laughs> no, I literally almost just said my 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 work direct line phone number. <laughs> oh, that would have been amazing. Because <laughs> all I do is leave voicemails all day. It's like, hey, <laughs> do you want a car loan? <laughs> that's, what I, that's, that's me every day. <laughs> Please. <laughs> what kind of percentage rate are we talking about, Tim? Because I might be in the market. Oh, uh, I, I can give you a give with that 3.29%, Phil. Wow. <laughs> Is that good? Because I don't, I don't yeah. know if that's good. Phil, we call that competitive. But I digress. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, but getting back to uh, the worst angle of 2019, 
I think it would have to be Bill Goldberg and The Undertaker because holy crap. Wow. That was that was like the worst the worst thing with the the worst match ever. We have Now is that just because the match was bad, Tim, or was the just the whole build in for it bad? I mean, why are we still touching on, you know, twenty years ago now, Phil? Twenty years ago, that match would have been cool. Nostalgia pop because you have a prince who's paying for it, buddy. This is the same prince that wants to book Yokozuna versus the Ultimate Warrior. He never got the memo, Phil. So why are we letting that guy book us? Yeah, why don't we just say Saudi Arabia was probably the worst? Because <laughs> the more worst. than any of us. <laughs> because like you and I know, you never believe anything in wrestling. Right. right. So maybe Yokozuna really wasn't dead. Oh, yeah, all of a sudden he's lying to us, Phil? Is, right. that, is that what it is? It wouldn't be outside of this realm of... Would that really be the weirdest thing in professional wrestling? If, like, they were like, oh, and, you know, oh, we just want to get away, here's Yokozuna. <laughs> what do you think the worst wrestling was in... Uh, or the worst angle in all of wrestling was, Phil? <laughs> like, ever? Ever. The gob... Well, the gobbledygooker. Okay, I'm going to go with Chris Benoit. What? Oh. <laughs> it's actually pretty oh, awesome. Oh, wait a minute. The worst on. angle in professional wrestling is Eric. Eric? Who's Eric? Angle. Eric. Kurt oh. Angle's brother, Eric. Oh, gosh. I, I, saw him hook, I saw him hook a suplex where he was trying to suplex the guy from the apron into the ring, and he reached through the ropes to do the suplex. Oh. <laughs> now, are we just using the word uh, angle for just worker in general? <laughs> <laughs> it's all a gimmick brother yes i got you i got you i see what you did there now now that i just reset it in my head the worst angle in all of wrestling was eric angle yeah yeah i i see i see thank you yeah, yeah. thank you all right we're gonna take a quick little break and we will be right back Oh, does it now want to play? Emotional okay. <laughs> consideration paid for by the following. Can't finish the show in just one sitting? No problem. Listen to this in past episodes of the Tim Zabriskie Show on demand on all major podcasting networks, including Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and the iHeartRadio app. It's perfect for the ride home. It's time! It's time! It's made
owned a DeLorean time machine that afforded you incredible access to amazing adventures, would you risk losing it all to attempt a speed record? Probably not, but I did. Join me and the mayor himself as we take you through the journey of building and then racing an infamously temperamental car, hoping to make it the fastest DeLorean in the world. Why don't you just tell it, the story? It's my brother. <laughs> Two? Then why tell the story? He's the one who sent the video that I put on Facebook that 7,000 people saw. All of that was a lie. I gotta put myself in danger? Babe, yeah. what shirt are you wearing? My Tim Zabriskie Show shirt. <laughs> Tim's a Risky Show shirts. They're still available. To be honest with you, I don't know exactly where they are right now, but they're in this house. <laughs> wow. They're only $10, too. Right, Phil? <laughs> yeah. Sorry. No, so uh, why, I just got screenshots of things that apparently Jimmy Janella is talking about. Joey Janella? What did I say, Jimmy? I you meant Joey Janella. I'm sorry. You know, you're giving me shit because my brain's not working today, but your brain's not working either, then, pal. All right? Well, no. Oh, wow. <laughs> These responses are amazing. Uh, what is he talking about? Um. So Penelope Ford tweeted something now for content or context. Okay. Uh, Penelope and Joey Janelle used to date. That is no longer the case. Penelope is now with Kip Sabian. So... On Penelope's Twitter account, there is this status of, I'm surprised I couldn't, could even find it. Now, at the Kip Sabians is so dot, dot, dot. Joey Janela retweets and adds a comment. Hey, now, calm down, Tammy. This penis got you a contract. Um, <laughs> to which wow. there is a response that says, hey, champ, Kip here. Sorry, but Penelope can't. And this is on Penelope's account. Sorry, but Penelope can't make it to the phone right now. Her hands are full. So is her mouth, oh. if we're being honest. Hope your mom's making you something nice for dinner. Remember to eat your vegetables. Who wrote that? Allegedly Kip Sabian. On to Penelope's Joey Janela? Yeah. Oh, wow. <laughs> okay. I don't even know. I don't even know. Oh man, that's that's crazy. So did did uh, Joey Janela respond yet? Or I don't I don't I have not. I literally got sent these screenshots. Um, and honestly, so for a whole lot of other reasons, I have Joey Janela blocked on my, on my social media feeds. I mean, uh, not that you can't find a way around it, but yeah. Huh. Very. Yeah. 
Very. So this is all happening in in real time right now, Phil. Yes. Oh man, Phil, pull up uh, Twitter on your on your X split and then uh, show show us on screen all the, all the latest developments and everything like that. Hold on, I got I got I I well I can't because again I have them blocked so I have to do the whole unblock thing. I'm not doing that. Like we're fine, we're good. We're talking about 2019 <laughs> a retrospective. We're in 2020. We're retrospecting right now. <laughs> Wait a minute, what the hell? Oh, sorry, I clicked the wrong thing. I was listening to our video and uh. us talking at the same time. There's, there's too many buttons happening, Tim. Ah. Uh. It's 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 fantastic, Phil, isn't it? Isn't this? Aren't we having a good time here, Phil? <laughs> no, I hate this. By the way, I really hate this. I hate this that we're on this weird screen thing. Like, I, I can see you this tiny little window that's right up here. I think you're seeing me, but you're seeing the echo of me. Like in the break, I should have when I randomly well, accidentally disconnected us. I should have just jumped over to Skype. Yeah, but at, at the same time, whoa! Why does it sound like I don't have any audio? In yeah, here? it sounds like you just hit your your. Uh. That's so weird. I don't know why I did that. Anyway, um, what you should do, Phil, is just make a scene with just uh, with my feed, and then you'll, you know what I mean. And this is like, look, this is your feed right here. Is your feed coming for me? I can't make it from it's just so your funny window. because there's like seven of those different feeds, though. Right. Hold on. Understand. Look, like if I, I do understand. just you, so this is the feed coming from you, exclusively only your feed. Huh. That's so weird. Why is so, that doing that? Oh, look, Chris Parks said the best feud of the year was Phil and Sammy. Yay. Oh, so love Chris that's Parks. really sweet. Chris Parks, heart. Um, so so basically what we're doing, we're both playing with video things because we're talking about 2020 and all these things are going to happen. All right. And, and what, take, basically, this, take this output, off right now. The I output this. you have on Skype is that. that. So that is just your Skype feed. That's why it's doing the weird echo uh. thing. But now that you just changed scenes, I could totally have you as just you. Um, there you go. Let the people know. Hey, Marquise, happy new year to you, my friend. Um, if you guys want to call into the show, the phone lines are open 518-350-4312. We're doing a retrospect of all the different shows and whether you're watching us here on Facebook or also on YouTube or on the Twitter uh, at uh, machine as well. We're right on all now, the Twitters, on all the Facebooks. We're right now. Juice. Penelope Cruz and Joey Janella and Kip Sabian are having a huge mega Penelope blowout. Ford, Penelope Cruz is is somebody else. Okay, all right. Well, they're having a huge, a huge little tiff. Phil and I right now we're going over the whole retrospect of the entire year. And um, with that being said, um, I lost of all all the bets that we had for the entire year so i'm gonna have to eat something pretty 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 nasty so um um stay tuned for that because it's gonna happen live right here on the show tonight so phil who do you think really was the breakout star of the year i mean i did pretty good (laughs) (laughs) i'm kidding you know what to that I'm going to hit it again. <laughs> hey, hey. <laughs> um, the breakout star of the year, because that just means so many different things. Um, I mean, you could talk about MJF. Right. You brought him up before. You know, I think he is definitely, he has stepped up from that other cadre of talent at, at AEW that weren't already established people like John Moxley and Chris Jericho and Cody Rhodes. Right. Um, of that, that already had that rub and the name value and everything like that. Yeah. Right. I'm yeah, I'm not lying that, you know, not trying to hide the fact that he got a great rub out of it, but yeah, totally MJF, I think, if I had to talk about AEW. WWE, that's 
that's almost a harder question for me right now because you're not gonna um, go with Keith Lee. No, why would I? Like he's, I mean, when I say that, I don't mean that in a negative way. I think he's had a phenomenal couple of months. Like, but of the year, I don't know if this has been his year. All right, I'm not going to go with Keith Lee. I'm going to go with Adam Cole because I feel like Adam Cole really has become the leader of the whole NXT brand. You know what I mean? Those guys are such a great string of talent, though. Between, um, you know, the whole uh, what's their the undisputed era, which is such a stupid fucking name for that group. I, 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 I'm sorry. They should those guys. They should have had a better name. The undisputed era. They should have stick stuck in way far away from the whole era thing because of you know how the attitude era and the modern era and the the golden era, all that crap. Because you know they're they're those guys are so much more than that. They they could have called them like I don't know the wolves or or the workhorses something to that nature. I would have liked that better than the undisputed era. Please. But going back to what I'm saying, don't you think that Adam Cole is the breakout star of the year? For NXT, yes. I'm trying to debate, like, for all of WWE, would it be Adam Cole? Well, they are they are an established brand now. What is going I on? I mean, they are. They they really are. Something's um, happening with this, like, with this sound machine. The sound machine? Timmy yeah. Sabrisky in the sound machine. Something's like, happening with this machine here. Yeah, th- suddenly there is a lot more ridiculous static on your side. Oh man, what's going right. on? So what? What do you yeah. think, Tim? Who is who is your breakout star for for twenty? Do I have to say it twenty more times, Phil? Adam Adam, Adam Cole. Cole. Yeah. I was like, because you do that, you'll tease something, be like, Phil, yeah. you don't think Adam Cole? Phil, you don't think Adam Cole? And then I'll ask you, and you'll be, you'll be like, Dolph Ziggler. Like, <laughs> <laughs> man, I wish <laughs> I wish it was Dolph Ziggler. That guy needs a that guy. I don't know. Everyone talks about Dolph Ziggler. I think he just wants some money at this point. He doesn't give a fuck. He doesn't. Phil, do you think that Dolph Ziggler gives a fuck about what happens to him on TV anymore? I'm sure. You know what? Yes. I'm going to say yes. And I don't mean that. I hope nobody takes that in a bad way. But if you're in front of that camera, you want to be portrayed in a particular way. You really do. But the guy's also making 1.5 mil, you know? It's fantastic. That's all he really wanted. It's all about your happiness. Yeah. And I'm and, I'd be happy with one one point five mil fucking laying down every night. Right. So come on, Conrad or or Cody <laughs> or uh Any of you fucks, Hunter we're here or Scott Demore or like we're your guys. We're right here. All right. Where you at? Where you at? Come on. Jericho, put us on your cruise. Phil might get seasickness, but I'll party. <laughs> Where did that come from? <laughs> I don't know, Phil. You seem like you might get a little seasickness. Do you... I might get a little seasickness. To be oh, honest. okay. So, wow. so how, how was I wrong in that, Phil? For crying. You know what? But that's a lie. Because I totally, I live like 20 seconds from the Chesapeake Bay. I've lived my life on the water. I don't, I don't like think I'm going to get seasick. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> uh. What <laughs> do you know who you want to know who the real breakout stars of uh 2019 Phil? Who is that, Timothy? Rob Van Dam. And I will tell you why, my friend, wherever you are. I just, I'm, just, I'm bumping in my chair right now. Okay, go on. <laughs> Rob Van Dam is the breakout star for 2019 because he got a girlfriend and a wife. <laughs> and his wife, have you seen the ass of it on his wife? 
Holy shit. And the only reason I feel comfortable saying something like that is because she's putting it right out there, Phil. She wants us to talk about her ass. And that thing is that thing breaks out of those pants. Am I right? Wow. You're not wrong. <laughs> if she didn't talk about it, we wouldn't talk about it. I don't get how he went from like like being married to Sonia for all these years and then, you know, and then I mean, breaking up with her after she survived cancer to fucking becoming a pimp? <laughs> like, jeez. Are we talking about Teddy Hart now? I'm confused. No, but Teddy Hart. Sorry. <laughs> what the fuck is going on with that guy? Did it, did it in 2019 to keep it relevant with the podcast, but did it in 2019, didn't he okay. have some girl like disappear or something on him? No, or? That's, a, that's such an old story. Um, so, but that's why they fired him from MLW, right? Allegedly, allegedly. Um, well, is so, he working there now, Phil? No. Oh, because well, he got fired. He's injured. he's injured. That's not why. He's, that's why. That's why they said he's not working there. Currently. Phil, he's he showed up at NXT. He showed up at Impact. Uh, he also showed was he up wrestling at Tim? Was he wrestling Tim? No, but he showed up in the front row to be in, to be an ass clown. Clearly, if he was still signed by MLW, they wouldn't let him do shit like that. Am I wrong well, here? So, all right. Hey, so Mark explain, Adam Haggerty, find out if he's weird, still working, all right? <laughs> to explain this weird story, I, I, I think it was like the first week in December. So we're talking about like this has only been happening like the last month. Okay. Um, that somebody makes a post that goes viral on through Facebook especially about this girl talking about a a wrestler in Florida named Chazen Rantz who I, I know I'm mispronouncing it, Jason Chazen, um, who when he was, I don't remember how old he was, doesn't matter. He was a pedophile, got arrested for, for it. He's on the sex offenders registry. And um, he still runs a wrestling school that has classes for kids. I will agree. That's also a little creepy in my personal perspective. And um, somehow in this conversation about talking about him, it then goes to, oh, yeah, and Teddy Hart was dating this girl that was a student at the school, and she has – she had kids that she left in Canada, and, like, now she's gone. And <laughs> it's like, what? Like, where did this – like, you were talking about Chazen and, like, him being a pedophile, and then all of a sudden you're talking about Teddy. And and then, like, there's the second level of the story that goes on the Teddy perspective. Teddy's like, this happened three years ago. We were dating and then I moved to Texas. She stayed in Florida. She kept training. And as far as I understand, she didn't continue fully like through that six month of training. And then like about, I don't know, three to six months after he left, she vanished off the face of the earth. But he's like, I was in Texas. I know nothing about it. He's been investigated. I think he said tw two or three times by the police. And there's never been any charges filed against him. Um, meanwhile, the story of Chaz and Rance gets really weird because it's, again, pedophile. There's no excuse for like his behavior. I'm not quantifying any of that at all right but he makes this comment or excuse me some lady makes a comment to about like um uh being called to his house uh because part of the initial thing was that he's involved in pornography still and does custom matches and some questionable custom matches and that kind of stuff and then um Customs that is weird. some lady showed up at his house in the middle of the night and started screaming at his door. And then it gets weirder because he's like, you know what? He put he puts out a statement and is like, listen, ever since this has happened, I'm not trying to defend myself here. It did happen. But ever since that happened, I get 
people who deliver pizza to my house at three in the morning or women who show up saying that I've hired them. And that's not the case. I'm in a I'm in a relationship. I think he's married. I'm not 100 percent sure um, with an adult. And like, no, like I'm this isn't the thing that's happening anymore. Well, mm. this woman who shows up apparently outs herself as a as a prostitute saying that, yes, she was hired by him. She shows screenshots, but the number was not his. It was somebody else's. And that this this woman is like, I, I'm contacting these different wrestlers who saying that they're going to come take care of you. And one of the wrestlers that she mentioned by name is like, um, I'm not in the state and I don't know <laughs> who you are. So it's like, so bye. It, it, yeah. Yeah. You're it crazy. just gets weird. It just gets super weird. But so go back to Teddy. Teddy then. Yeah. A lot of promotions were like, we, we don't want to associate with Teddy anymore. Teddy is also now in a relationship with Maria Manic, and they have a, a like a YouTube ongoing thing podcast, I guess you can call it. That is just weird as fuck. Yeah, like, I was trying really hard not earlier to say any f bombs, but it's weird as fuck. Like, <laughs> I, I just, I mean, and the conversations, like the one I listened to the other day. Um, because somebody else was watching, so I was listening in, was um, it starts with, like, Maria's all upset because she wanted Teddy to record a match of hers, and he was so busy recording himself that, like, I think like, the battery died or something, so <laughs> she didn't have this match footage. Oh, gosh. And she's, like, yelling at him and, and calling, her na- calling him names, and then he's coming in calling her names, and then, like, I don't even, they talk about his hair. I don't, I don't even know. And then, like, the next thing you know, it's like, but I love you so much, and uh, I love you so much, gosh. and I love you. It's like what? It's so annoying. That's, that's it, how I feel. It's crazy, pants, Tim. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, it's it's like it's just not good. Crazy, Tim. Can you imagine though? Think about this, Phil. Put, I don't want to. put in this perspective, though. All right, you're just, dating you're dating this chick, and all of this shit is happening in your office, Phil, or in your group community room or in my situation the branch where you have some crazy shit like this happening it doesn't make for a very good work environment phil right right so they let you go and you show up at all these other all these other banks (laughs) and you sit in the front row of the lobby (laughs) he doesn't work at mlw phil He's but other gone. people do. <laughs> other people do. Like, and that was part of the conversation was like, you're just coming. Like, she's saying, like, you're just, I'm paraphrasing because I can't remember these exact quotes, but something like, you're just here to pop the boys and pop yourself with them because you, you, uh, you know, you were a star 10 years ago. <laughs> and, and he's like, yeah, they come to see me. Yeah. You just, nobody knows who you are yet. And wow, that was a weird <laughs> attempt at a Teddy Hart impression. Um, and she's uh. like, what are you talking about? I'm the one with the contract. Like there is no pulling back. And it's like, this is so obvious an attempt that they also want to be on a reality show, but at the same time, and Teddy's been wanting to be on a reality show for, for 13 years, but still like, this is super weird. It's just super weird. Hmm. Yeah. No, Phil, it definitely is definitely pretty, pretty awkward. <laughs> there, can I change my, my, my call for worst storyline of the year? Is this a storyline, though, or is this real life? <laughs> Who knows? It's wrestling. Who knows? Is he working the boys with all this okay. shit? Okay. 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 Here's a storyline. Jason Cade, you're not a good person. 
Jason Cade, wow. you're putting on Twitter about trying to become a better person. Jason Cade, I, I work with you in your storyline. And then you post up 20 minutes before I'm about to see you. When I see Phil Stamper, I'm going to slap him. And I saw you 20 minutes later. I didn't know what you had posted 20 minutes before. You walk into the room and you slap me because I've been keeping up your story on Twitter. What? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. There's a worse storyline for you. We could, I could keep going. Yeah, yeah, Phil. <laughs> who, who can you I bat? Wait, right so now? he helps you. So you help this kid with the story, and then he to keep up on the story, he comes in and slaps you, and he's doing oh, this. But he, it's not like it was like he recorded it to show on the story. He like real life came in the room and slapped me. I'm like, but was he videotaping or anything? No, was anyone videotaping? No. no. So he just slapped you and makes himself it, look it, like a jerk. Is what you're telling to me. the point? It was like. Like he walked in the room. I'm like, oh, hey, slap. And I'm like, and like, cause, and I see three other people stand up in the room. And I like, I know I put my hand up to one of them. And I was like, what just happened? And he's like, I told you I was going to slap you the next time I see you. And I was like, oh, uh, so what? So did you the, do this? When if did you he say reacted this? like that, if you were to fucking taking him down right there, was he, would he, he probably would have thrown a bitch fit. It's a, is what that sounds like to me. That or like because I was running on probably three hours of sleep, he probably would have whooped my face. Like, <laughs> okay, but I was just. I, and I, was, I love how you're still I, putting him over, even though he's I was like, still kind of. He came and slapped I mean, you around. If now. anything, like this whole thing is like he's trying not to be a jerk, and I'm like, that was pretty jerky, dude. <laughs> like, mm. what, what the fuck just happened? Um, All right, so going back to what we're talking about with the worst angles, where do you rate Enzo Amore with everything that he's done this year? Is that an angle? Like back to your question before, is that is that okay? To be fair, so what? what it's we just see like, online, I think that we, if we look at an angle in the sense of you know a way for someone to garner attention for themselves, I think that yes, he's running an angle that nobody else knows about, but it's still considered an angle. That, that part is true. I will say, to be fair, when because um, we had him in at MCW, he was a replacement for Big Cass. Big Cass, who's getting some help, and he was great. He was wonderful. And that's what to work that's with. what I heard about um, him up here with uh, World of Hurt, where yeah, um, he not only did he come into the show and he was really really good with all the boys and everything like that, but apparently he also. Um, he also did some charity work too, because there was like a kid with cancer that he went to go visit the hospital and things like that. You know what I mean? Like, like really, really nice stuff in that regard. You know what I mean? So, right. So him showing up at Ring of Honor and fucking, you know, fighting everybody, even though to, to me I'm calling that an angle because I the well, rumor that was, was he is was that brought in by Ring of Honor to do that angle exactly because he did it at at Survivor Series last year right. or something like that. Um. Yeah, that definitely was an angle. So where do you th where does that rate on your on your scale? You know, president. Well, again, again, to me, if an angle is a longer standing thing, like it didn't set up anything, it didn't go anywhere, and it got killed like the second it happened. So, but it was supposed to go somewhere in the Ring of Honor deal. It's just they couldn't end up agreeing on the money. Um. Well. <laughs> hmm. You know, Tim, there are times in my life yeah. <laughs> when I, when there are like inklings of things I'm I know about or have connections to, and I'm like, all right, well, this is a dead angle, so why don't you talk about it then? Do Phil? I want to go? <laughs> why don't you talk about it then, Phil? Like, I don't. Okay, how about this? How about let's do some predictions? You know, we've talked about 2019. Oh. You know, we've we've been on the air for over an hour. Like, let's let's focus on what's happening in 2020. Sure. 
I really question the direction of of everybody who's on television right now. Everybody. Everybody. Um, and, you know, WWE certainly is with the machine. Um, but what 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 are they doing? Like they they I feel like they're almost they can't be self-sabotaging because they're putting so much effort and concentration in the development of the new talent that's coming up in NXT. Okay. But at the same time, it's like well, you, you're spoiling the water, like you're putting poison in the water. And I really don't understand this concept. What do you mean? Like, by, I mean what are you it, talking about? Give it us an, an example. Well, I mean, L- Lana and Bobby and like I know in I know in wrestling, you have to have ups and downs because if you don't and everything is just up, you get fatigue. So when things are great, you just get fatigued. So th- some, yeah. sometimes things have to go down. I call that the um, the appreciation factor because right. you need to have the highs with the lows to appreciate the highs. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. And it it but it feels like we just get like so many of these like the lower ends in WWE. And then, yeah, when the great things happen, they're so great. Mm-hmm. And then sometimes when the great things happen, it's like, oh, then you're you're, you're chopping them off like. Of course, Buddy Murphy will never beat Roman Reigns. But the fact that Buddy, Buddy Murphy had that moment and got to ride that for a bit was great. And then what did they do with Buddy Murphy after that? I think he's maybe wrestled one more match in the rest of 2019. Like, But you could say that with Mustafa, though. Mustafa had a really good run. Right. But, but it's not over yet. I mean, listen, right. at the end of the day, Billy Kidman beat Hulk Hogan. All right? You cannot forget and right. dispute that point ever. Right. <laughs> Look, I'm all agreeing with you. Yeah, because the whole thing is that in, um, in you know, after he beat Hulk Hogan, he went to WWE and uh, is still a producer today. So, right. So you know, and, anything could happen with anybody. Right. Um, and then you have New Japan that's announcing that they're not going to continue on with a way you can watch uh, New Japan in the United States anymore. Well, that that is more business than anything else because Which, access is they they own uh, Impact Wrestling. Uh, so well, why would New Japan be so, so Anthem that owns uh, Impact has a controlling interest in access, as does um, um, either Scott way. Moore's why company. so so New Japan was like fuck that. Why right. <laughs> I would have done the same thing. Then that's ECW on TNN shit. Right there right. is what you're talking about. And so then you also have AEW, which, like, I want so much more for AEW. And and I don't I don't have enough of the context to, like, why aren't you doing X, Y, and Z? Like, I don't think some of the things they're doing really help them, but I don't know why they've made some of the choices they have. They're also still building. Again, they're in their fourth month of weekly television. Like, Phil, what are we ex- you, they didn't build Rome in a day, bro. Right. You need to chill right. out. <laughs> so, but that's just it. Like, I, I want to see them in 2020 continue their build mm-hmm. and not continue the we are we are the top. It's like, you, you got to, I feel like they have to move more and I don't know if they want to move more. Like, well, that's that's the thing that kills me. Well, and, you know, what do you think of Ryan, Ryan Satin, by the way? Do you like Ryan Satin? I don't know if I really have an opinion about Ryan Satin. Oh, yeah, okay. Cuz he goes he goes a little crazy on Twitter now and again, right? Like am I thinking of that guy? Yeah. But he's also on that Fox show too, by the way. The the that CM I did Punk not know show. That. Yeah, okay. he's on that show. The CM Punk show. I, what WWE backstage? That show right there, which is right. what we should be on Fox wherever you are. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> 
So, Mr. Fox, if you're watching. Mr. Fox, if you're watching, we will do that show. That's what we do here anyway. No, but the thing is, is that with. This is when the robots come out of the wall and like start to. <laughs> <laughs> they they break through my house. They're like, you're hired. <laughs> That'd be nice, right? Right. It's Bender. Go it's literally <laughs> Bender. From it's Bender. Drama. Yeah, Bender <laughs> comes and he's like, "Where is Phil? Must get him too." <laughs> right. I know. Bite my shiny metal ass. That'd be you know. Bender was a real dude. Like I would totally do a podcast with him and get wasted. Right. <laughs> I feel though he would try to kill you and steal all your money. Oh, but absolutely. then be your best friend at the same time. That's that. That's fine. Yeah. Um. So anyway. Um. What? Okay, so then you have impact. Impact that, like, I'm sorry, you have to. They have to move on from access. They have to do something bigger and more. Like, I think they've literally they've had some of the best matches this year in wrestling. Yeah, and They're at co- the same time, those like, guys are cockroach pro wrestling because they they should have died years ago, but they're they're still around and they're doing and, better. And you know what? I hate to say it. Everybody says that. Everybody says that. Yeah. And, and I'm not original when, with that one. When I, when I watch them. I'm like, I see nothing wrong with the quality of the wrestling talent. There, right. there are, I think they, they have other issues that they're facing. Again, I don't know their financial structure or what's going on. Um, you know, I know, you know, they allegedly chose Axis because Anthem has a controlling, I don't know if it's controlling interest, but they, they have uninterest, financial interest in Axis. And now Scott Demore, uh, one of his companies, does too. So it kind of makes sense from that financial standpoint. But it's like, how do you get out there more? Um, and, you know, they've used Twitch, I think. I don't know if they get money. And that's another one. I'm like, I, I saw something where they had a deal with Twitch, but I don't know if that if they're getting money off that um, other than what fans. Well, anybody can to. anybody can sign up for Twitch, though. Right. I right. Mean, we could but be that's on what I mean. Twitch. I feel we like they were to. being. Well, again, I feel like Twitch is has paid them to do um, uh, to put some of their product online. But yeah. And that's good because then that's just additional revenue that's going to keep those cockroaches from breeding. Or from dying. Right. You know? Then again, but they also have tremendous international television deals. So like that, like I remember that one of the fir- one of the times they flipped something in the states, and all the like, oh, they're gonna die now. It's like, what? Why would they? They literally have millions of dollars in right. contracts that are like around the world. Like, like right, that, right, this right. is not going away. Um, it it it's, it just it confuses me sometimes with just like, okay, where are you going next? And I don't quite see the vision of like where. Some people are going next. Lucha Underground, the people I know who've been associated with them are all like, so we're kind of in a holding pattern because they've, they're saying like there is this possibility of how we're going to come back for season – I don't know if this would be four or five. Um, I thought it was three, isn't that? No, they've already done three. So I think okay. it would be season four. We'll go four, yeah. Right. And it's like, are, are you going to? And, and no one really knows. So it's, you know, it's a big question mark. Um, MLW, there's a lot of people who like MLW. There's a lot of people who like championship wrestling from Hollywood. There's a lot of people who like NWA power. Um, but really the way you watch it is, is all online. And with the rise of the streaming services like independent wrestling.tv and fight TV and high spots, um, you have these great opportunities to watch so much content and which is, which is great. So, and, and, um, oh, I forgot his name. There, there's a podcast called wrestling by the numbers that, is ran by a guy who is now signed by uh, AEW. Um, and that guy got the numbers of the people who are streaming what content on the WWE network. Yeah. And then they had the numbers for what people were watching on just independentwrestling.tv. And the um, volume of what people were watching was higher than what the WWE network 
uh, what people were watching on the WWE Network. Mm. Um, Chris is staying with us too and said season five of Lucha Underground too. Thank you. Way. I was about to say because in my brain I was like, I think they just said Lucha Underground was available up to season four. Yeah. On, on Hulu. So yeah, I think they are going to be on five. Chris, thanks for um, sticking with us. Chris is watching us on YouTube right now, youtube.com slash TimmyZ4674. If you want to join us there, give us give the page a like that way you and hit the bell. That way you always know when we're going live here on the channel. All right, we'll continue on though. I don't even know where I was. <laughs> I'm like, where was I, Tim? And now I got to change my scene again because it's doing the repeat. Thing. Oh, okay. Did, did I do it too fast? Yeah. I think no, yeah. So, um, but but yeah, there's so many. That's that's the thing, though, and that's what I always say about technology. Because you know, I get a lot. I do just in in a general sense of just in terms of podcasting and and everything that we do here on it, everything like that. Um, we have so much technology. Like the technology is just available to everybody. That you know, even though I went to school for this, like radio, TV, film, and I could never get a job, kind of worked out in a better sense because now I have the creative freedom to do this you know the exact way i want to and when you think about it with places like nwa power you know what i mean who's bringing back that really old school sensibility and everything like that and talking about going back to the pc conversation before with 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 uncle jim you know what i mean him not working on that show anymore because he i didn't even find what he said that to be that offensive to be honest with you but and you know with the clips of him using that comment back in the day and things like that. Right. I, I don't know. I think that people just need to chill out. I, I think it was context. I think it was a lot of context. I think it, for, for him, it was people were also waiting for that next thing he did because he's but done. That wasn't even the worst thing he's ever done. I know. I know that's not Tim. I'm just saying in the net. I've, I've today, physically been in a room where I've heard the guys use the C word referring to a woman. Right. And again, I'm not arguing that at all. It's like, like this guy I, said this one stupid comment I, that made a I joke. Think it was, at this point, I think it was quantity, not quality. The problem, the, though, the problem, though, with society is that we don't deserve any of this good, good quality gimmicks or angles or anything like that because of the stupid cancel culture that that this whole pc environment has created phil it's the worst thing that's ever happened to our country we like i'm not i'm not even i'm not even lying because it's like it's like every single good thing that we've ever had from the past that we remember is gone now and i know that i'm starting to sound like an old ignorant asshole when i'm talking about it but the problem is is that get your walker (laughs) yeah get my walker in my wheelchair and bring me to bring me to church so i can yell at people but the whole thing is that, like, like I, in a in a big scheme, like there was some guy that got hired for a Saturday Night Live and then fired two hours later because of Twitter, because he wrote something on Twitter that was offensive, Phil. Right. That that's gonna happen soon with some one of, one of these wrestlers. That's gonna be my big prediction this year. Is that, and I'm not talking about Lars Sullivan because you know clearly he, that guy got through. But and I knew and that continues he, to. Yeah, yeah. Apparently he did a porno too. Did you hear about that one, Phil? I did hear about that. One. But, the, but but with that as well, it's like it's like there's gonna be somebody that we really like on the indie scene. All right. Um, that's going to end up getting hired to NXT and then someone's going to go scroll through his tweets and he's going to say something really ridiculous in a reply to somebody else. This is the scenario I'm coming up with. Um, uh, do, do, do we do have a point on this, Phil? For the year? Can we <laughs> For the year, like the whole year of Yeah. 
You know what? I'll even. I mean, that's not a shocking thing to me. <laughs> but this is what's a... this is the problem. Nobody can All say right. anything so, anymore. So ten. When, whenever Twitter first came around, I didn't jump I, – I reserved an account, but I didn't really use it at first. And then when I finally started to use Twitter, I found out very quickly after I started to get – like a, like I think I got to like 1,000 followers that my personal Twitter was being archived. So even if I deleted the tweet, it was still archived and right. saved. And people right. could still pull it. So when I've heard that there are these services available where people can um, remove – scandalous material from your from your social media accounts i'm like it's still there like yeah. somebody has screenshotted it it's archived somewhere don't worry if you've done it like this whole time you should have been good about what you've been doing i mean but to make it harder like now my tweets from beyond three months ago i delete because context right. like if i and not I can to mention though that with everything that we're saying the tweets that you said three months ago are offensive now right <laughs> You know, because and you're not you're not wrong, but that's why I do it, because it's like and even now, like my Facebook memories, when they come up like every almost every day, I try to check my Facebook memories. Like, what did I say five years ago on Facebook? Um, and, you know, is this relevant? Can I should I go ahead and delete it? And now it's more like, should I keep it at all? Like, it's really starting from that place more than like, do I want to keep it? It's should I keep it? Um, because, like, for, for example, when, when uh, you know, 2019. Uh, one of the horrible things that have happened really in the last two years, um, well, the horrible thing is that people were doing acts like uh, pedoph pedophilia. That's inappropriate. Right. To me, like, there was no excuse for it. If if anybody's trying to take anything I'm saying as a defense of it, like, you're, you're fucking wrong because, like... Yeah, just, you're fucked just, in the head, and I hate your um, face. Because <laughs> uh, I heard, like, I know a comedian that that made a joke that wasn't anything about supportive of pedophilia at all, but it got turned into like, oh, he's supporting pedophilia. And it's like, what? No, that's like the purpose why he said the joke he did exactly. to be like, screw those guys. So, hey, screw those guys if you're a pedophile. Like, let me be clear about that anyway. But like the amount of people who in, in wrestling that have been found out that they uh, were a pedophile or a pedophile, like one – I'm I'm glad that they were caught. I'm not glad that the behavior happened, but I'm glad that they were caught and now they're no longer part of it. And like now I remove posters when I see them in my Facebook memories of like, oh, I was on an event with this guy and his face is right there. Delete. Like I don't even want that level of association to be count like, oh, you were on an event with this guy three years before anybody knew anything bad happened. Exactly. It's like and you I, allowed I that to happen though, Phil, because this is right, all your fault. Right. You and that's know, what's Phil. messed up. That's what's messed up. You know what right. I mean? I mean, like, I, and I'm fortunate. I'm at a, I'm at a certain point, you know, I, many people in wrestling have this, so I'm not unique to this, but you know, having particular, you know, interesting people who follow you and make little comments to you. Like I, I do have that, like that's creepy and weird. Um, uh, there, you know, me, me being in where's Chris Park's message of, you know, Phil, Phil, Phil Stamper and Sammy Callahan feud of the year. Um, <laughs> I, I have a super fan of Sammy Callahan who well, messages me all the time yeah. about like you're great you're great phil but you know sammy callahan sammy will destroy you and kill you and eat you for breakfast and, and i love children it, yeah. yeah right it's like it gets super weird and creepy and it's like all right you know thank you for following appreciate it yeah but then like i'll say something to her and she's like oh but i love you yeah like that worst thing of the year <laughs> also was uh like james ellsworth right when james ellsworth got busted saying some shit to some girl right wasn't right. she like 15 that happened this year right I, was that this year? Or, I think that might have been last year. I, I um, it was this year, right but, around but WrestleMania. Then that, but then that got questioned too because allegedly she set up other people to come out and say things to her before. And I'm like, how do you in a in a 
private chat where you're like, I'm 16, stop or 15 or whatever she said. And you continue and then you send pictures like that to me is is weird, Tim. Yeah. It doesn't make like, any sense, Phil. You're right. Not, like and and OK, in, in my mind and, and take it for what it is, I work in education. So like when it, and I work I work at a college, so I'm dealing with adults. I don't associate with like my college students because yeah. I'm like, I don't even want that like to come up as a possible like issue. So like the fact that like a, if a 15 year old girl started to talk to me or if somebody even I thought even looked like they were 15 more than hi, goodbye, good morning, come to the next show. Like I'm not engaging in conversation. Yeah, exactly. It's it's one of those things. Girl where or it's boy, like, to be fair, like I'm just not. Yeah, no, you know, I'm. I'm Side note, it's like it's like I I I'm fearful for like male teachers and stuff like that. You know what I mean? Uh, as, as one of the act, things that I've like, that I've always felt, and I've been in this situation a lot, and I'm leaving this situation finally, um, is and I've talked to my boss about this before. I I, th I think that you met my boss at um, at my wedding, but my boss my boss is a female, and I said to her, I'm like, listen, like what really scares me about this situation has always has always been. This is this is a while ago. Has always been that, you know, like I really just try to keep to myself as much as I can because it, there's always there's always going to be a scenario where I'm one common away from a harassment suit because I'm the only guy in an office full of of nine other women and and something offensive could always happen in that sense. And then I'm the big asshole, even though, you know, if I were to say the same thing around a bunch of guys and that's not an excuse or anything like that, I'm just saying in a generality sort of sense. Um, and I don't say anything offensive or anything like that. You know, I'm pretty, I'm, I'm pretty PG 13 when I, when I'm at work, but, but at the same time, it's like anybody can say anything and anybody can come up with anything like that. And, you know, especially in, in environments where you work at, with a whole bunch of different ages. Um, the reason that I'm, you know, I'm bringing this up now, going back to this is that when you go to a wrestling show, you're dealing with a whole bunch of different ages all the time. So you, and you know, I hate to say it too, Phil, but professional wrestlers, they aren't the classiest sort of people. You know what I mean? And and that's that's me and myself included during my time. That wasn't those weren't my best years there, Phil. So, you know, like I, I and I'm ta I'm specifically talking about the indies though. You know what I mean? Where it's really like like you really don't know what kind of heap of shit you're getting into in that locker room. You know what I mean? So um, is there creepy things that can happen? Absolutely. So, right. so I'm, you know, part of me is glad that, that, you know, we're, we're weaning and getting rid of all of those people. And somebody recently made a comment saying that I think, Oh, it was triple H that was saying that that sort of shit isn't even going to fly anymore. It's, and it shouldn't, no. and it shouldn't, but, he, but his was more about talking about just indie wrestling in general and saying that like, you know, the promoters that stiff you on $10 and shit like that, that's going away. You know what I mean? Like I'm going to say a big old no to that one. <laughs> yeah. I don't, I sounded a little out of touch to me, but you know, he's hoping so is what it seems right. like, you know, but I mean, I've, I've been, I've been fortunate in, in the last couple of years where that's less likely to have to happen to me. Um, <laughs> Except for a company that's on TV right now that we're not going to talk about. But <laughs> but um i mean but there, they, it still happens or there's those moments of like hey you said you're going to take care of blah 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 blah. where's this and like you have to like stand up for yourself and say it to get it um but 
If you just called in, feel free to call right back because uh, the phone line is actually open. I wasn't paying attention to my phone. It was uh, the telemarketer, Tim. Leave it alone. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> would you would you like an auto loan, Tim? <laughs> I can give you the best rate of three point two nine percent up to four years. <laughs> it's actually not that bad, Phil. Yeah. Is your car dying? What's going on with your car? I I have I have been you've had the same car for a while. I've just been like I've been just window shopping, mm-hmm. um, and and just like you know pretending that maybe I want to get another car, even though I've only had this car for two years. Um, but I'm really thinking of getting another car cause I'm stupid. Uh, <laughs> but as I've been watching for the last couple of months, the price of the car I wanted continues to go up at a time of the year where they typically go down. What's the price um, of the car that you want? Um, now the lowest I can find it for is 28, five. Hmm. It's a, it's a Toyota RAV4 hybrid. All right. What year? 2020 was brand new. Oh. Okay, well, you, your first I, mistake again, is getting a brand shopping. new fucking car. I'm window shopping. <laughs> Why don't you go for a 2019 and then get it for 25000 I was to say, that's about what I've been looking. Actually, no, because many of them around here, the lowest I think I saw for that, it was lower. Like, I was seeing them for twenty five, and I was oh, yeah. questioning it then, and now I'm seeing it for 27 and 28 and, like, for both 2019s and 2020s brand new. So, like, I lost, I lost the opportunity, Tim. Oh, okay. If you want to call on the show, 518-350-4312. The phone lines are still open. Somebody did just try to call, but I had that on mute for some reason, and also I wasn't staring directly down at my phone, so I missed that call. Um, so somebody did actually try to call in, and I'm, I'm just a schmuck. That's what that is. <laughs> Jeez, Tim. Phil, what else do you want to talk about tonight? Oh, what a... What else could we talk about? <laughs> um, I mean, we've we've now gone an hour and a half, Tim. This is it's a good uh, one, Phil. It it is a good. It, it's it's always a fun time with you, Tim. You're such an asshole. <laughs> Why are you being a little condescending today? All right. What what did I do to you? Huh? You did nothing. You you did nothing. <laughs> uh, Which maybe that's half the problem, Tim. Did you ever think about that? Um, did, am I supposed to offend you? No. I've been very. We've had a we've had a very good friendship. All right. I we I just want to I just want to say that uh, our friendship here has been very nice. The kids love us. So I thought Tim hated me for a while. We've gotten over that. I thought you hated me. And it all comes down to a shitty indie promoter. And, and it made no why. sense. You right, got me really booked did. at the show. <laughs> I right. worked there forever. I stopped working there. We didn't talk for years because you thought that you hated me. And then all of a sudden I was like, oh, why did you delete me? And you're like, I didn't. And then all of a sudden. <laughs> that was a lie you tell on Facebook. <laughs> that's what you de- you fucking deleted I me. I did delete him. <laughs> you son of I, But I was wow. like, I don't get it. That's, and now this part's true. Like my Facebook at one point was like randomly deleting people. Oh, and yeah. Like, oh, it was, and it was like, it was weird because they would like. I was I randomly deleting like, people, but I'm going to delete it on Facebook. Yeah. Right. But <laughs> then, like, I didn't. And then I I saw Tim, and I thought he hated me. So I was like, well, why do I still have much on my Facebook account when I'm no. at 5,000 people? Let me exit off. And so then he was like, why'd you delete me, bro? <laughs> I would never delete the guy that I was I, – I literally said to myself, oh, I want to do the podcast with Phil. Like, out of the blue, randomly, in the middle of the night, crying. <laughs> tears 
tears, real tears. And then and then I went and I was like, why aren't we Facebook friends? And then and then here we are. Now we're just killing it on all these different platforms. How many channels are we on, Phil? I think. Well, oh, you mean all, all, for for video right now? We're on five. <laughs> five channels. Wait, so because you're on we're your on you, we're on your Twitter, my Twitter, okay. your Facebook, my Facebook. We're on your YouTube. Um, so that's five right there. And then, of course, if we share it out to other places, um, which we can do after With, the uh, fact by by video sharing, cross sharing, posting videos. Um, then do you know how to do that now? Because we I thought we tried that before and it didn't work. I think it has to render and then we can share it instead of live. Uh, live cross-posting because I, I, while we were talking i was actually like oh can i figure this out enough to like get it to go and i couldn't so i'm like okay it's a matter of having to set it up maybe after it's rendered because oh. i was very able to do it with some other videos even though i'm still on semi-facebook probation until january 25th oh i thought that was till today too so i thought that, that was gonna work out but i did share it to all of our groups anyway we had the same groups right. anyway i mean you have a um, couple more and then uh, on our on the audio side, I mean, we're everywhere. We're everywhere you can find your great podcasts. We're on FM. I think we're on like FM Player. We're on Apple Podcasts. We're on Google Play. We're on um, uh, Stitcher. We're on iHeartRadio. Like you can go to your Alexa and say, Alexa, play the Timmy Zabriskie show, and it will play the Timmy Zabriskie show. Wow. So, right. I don't. I guess you can do it on Google Nest if you have a Google device. Say. Play the Timmy Zabriskie show. That's right. I had a video of you doing that. I don't think I ever used that. Let's see, because I look look what I have handy. It's hey Google. Oh, I hate you. (laughs) (laughs) This is for the commercial now. That's that's it. Play the Timmy Zabriskie show. Late? What? No, that's not. Don't do that. I don't know what you're talking about. Oh. All right. Hey, hey, cut, cancel culture. Cut that out. Because <laughs> I realized I said hey and not okay. So, okay, Google. Okay, Google. Play the Timmy Zabriskie show. And, well, it didn't play it directly, but it gave me all the links to it. Hmm. Um, it's a work. A five-year alternative com- commentary from the Tim Zabriskie show. Oh yeah, remember okay. that movie that I made, Phil? The wrestling movie. Did you? Ever oh, watch so that? the original stars the Ace Dante Jason Vinny Bada Boom. You know that those guys turn into commentators <laughs> for uh, legendary action wrestling down in um, down in Queens. After oh, is that we why did I probably this. can't get booked there, Tim, because you know these guys. Yeah, probably. Wow. You're way. I I digress. All right, Phil. Tim. (laughs) Did you have a good New Year? We haven't gotten there, so let's end it. Did you have a good New Year? Yeah, I did. Phil. I think we're gonna call. I think we're gonna call it. Thanks everybody for for hanging out with us. (laughs) Oh, that's right. I have to figure out how to stop this thing. Make sure you like, subscribe, and share. Make sure you follow us on the YouTube channel. YouTube.com slash TimmyZ4674. Is this thing freaking out? I think it's freaking out, Phil. Oh. YouTube.com slash TimmyZ4674. If you want to give us a subscribe there, turn on that bell as well so that you can hear the ding ding every time we go live here on the channel. We also do video games and things like that. Um, much like Phil Stamper's show, Phil, um, what is the name of your show, too, by the way? I think it's going to be, hold on, let me, if it will rotate back. 
I think it's going to be Phil Stamper and, and it's going to be like like ah. Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone is going to be Phil Stamper and something. I really like that, Phil. I think that's going to be really good. Um, I'm gonna. I I did. You know, I did, I think in the future I am going to start doing podcastings with just other people. Maybe just you know doing some drugs and talking about all the fun stuff. But um, <laughs> I mean, come on, Joe Rogan fucking is a billionaire I, from it. So I still haven't recovered from your wedding. What are you talking about? <laughs> We had a good time at that wedding. All right. But um, for Phil Stamper, ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for stopping by. And uh, if I don't see you, catch me outside. How about that? Damn it, Phil. You broke it. So I don't know what it is, but it's like it's like this thing just like quits out. You know what I mean? Like gotcha. it has to do. I definitely figured out that it at least has to do with my audio um, uh, interface deal. Oh, that's what I wanted to try. I wanted to see what happens if I had audacity up in the background and recording at the same time. But I didn't. Either. Yeah. Make sure you hit audacity first before you start recording.